Welcome to the Action Takers Podcast. I am your co-host, Nate. We got JC here with us as always. JC, how is it going? It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours and take what's ours. Dude, it's uh, it's going good. We're uh, we're gonna release a uh, we're gonna release a different style episode. We we normally talk kind of motivational, personal development stuff, business talk, um, but there's been dude. There's this is kind of like the new. This is how like Nate. I, I want Nate and I's reaction to some of the news that has kind of popped up recently. It's it's making a lot of headways, and I figured uh, this would be kind of cool. It, a lot of people, you know, it's going to affect a lot of people, and why the hell not give us, you know. Why don't allow us to give us, you know, kind of our opinion on some of the things that, uh, some of the things that are, you know, exploding here in the, uh, the news, um, you know, here on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. These are, these are our opinions and, and, uh, where, where we think, uh, you know, how things could be better with it. <laughs> it, uh, so let's Nate, I mean, I don't know. You want which, which topic we got two topics so far. We got the, uh, the Congress wanting to, uh, shorten the federal work week uh from 40 hours to 32 hours or we can talk about the you know the bank closures going on uh here in the united states specifically with uh silicon valley bank out in uh out in santa clara california which one which one do you want to riff on first uh anyone man uh, you know heads or tails let's uh let's whichever one we can uh we can go with we're gonna talk about both of them so all right let's let's, let's, let's talk about this Say that again. Oh, there we, oh, uh, I don't know what that was. Uh, yeah, let's uh, go. Let's go, go ahead and talk about this Congress one. Let's, let's talk about people wanting to work less. <laughs> dude, for for a podcast with the title "Action Takers," uh, this dude, this this law that kind of popped up, it popped up on my social media feed, which is weird because I try and filter out all news bullshit. I I don't really pay attention to the news too much, but this one kind of made me kind of twinge. It's uh. So it's this congressman, Mark Takano, out of California, saying that he wants to change, uh, you know, Americans' work week from forty hours to thirty-two hours, and his his opinion is essentially that it will give Americans more time to, and I quote, to live, play, and enjoy life more fully outside of work. And it's something that uh, you know some companies over in Great Britain that are that are putting into place, like seventy plus companies uh, that are currently testing it out. And Takano also stated that uh, workers across the nation are collectively reimagining their relationship to labor, and our laws need to follow suit. Nate, what is your opinion on going from a a work week of forty hours to thirty two hours? Uh, well, first off, uh, I'm going to say this, there's not enough people working as it is. I mean, whether it's a restaurant or a store, I mean, they just, there's a shortage of, of, of labor right now. Um, and so to, to do that would just make things even worse, uh, is my first opinion on that. And second of all, like, like really like 40 hours is, is a lot. I mean, eight hours a day is, is too much for people that need a fourth day off. Like, or excuse me, a third day off, and and that's not even saying you're going to work more hours on the other days. It's just uh, working less. Like I, I don't know. I think it's it's it just shows the decline of of where society has been going. Of like people, what we talk about every day, putting in the work, doing the work. Where a lot of people don't want to do the work. It's like ah, oh, forty hours is too much. I need thirty two hours. I need I need all this this time off. I need time off from this and that. It's like. Um, 
I don't know. I, I just see it as weak stuff. Well, I, I personally, I personally think this is a great idea. I'm going to go the other. I'm going to go the other spectrum. I think the work hour, the work week should be 40 hours. Move to 32 hours, because I think if you can, because I personally, if I'm an employer, okay, if I'm a business owner and I'm and I'm hiring these people, and and you want to make a law where they have to work 32 hours, absolutely, great. You get no lunches, okay. I'm not paying you to sit on your ass and eat. Then, all right, you're going to work freaking harder in shorter time. I'm I'm totally for it. Okay, and if you want to, if you want overtime after three two hours, I will gladly pay you overtime because I'm probably going to fire you because you didn't get your job done. All right, so I'm, I'm going to take the, <laughs> I'm going to take the yes, absolutely. I would love for you to work work less. All right, because I think right now, employees are absolutely taking advantage of the forty hour work week. Because I think I think they do a lot of fucking you know water cooler talk. I think they sit on their fucking laptop working from home and and are doing more things you know watch binge watching Netflix checking up on Bravo TV than they do actually working. I want people fucking highly motivated to fucking work. And if you don't want to work that hard, figure out a way to invest your money in a way that you could that you don't have to work. Okay, that you don't have to put in forty hours a week. Because I, you know, and, and I'm, I'm kind of half joking about, you know, going to 32 hours or whatever, but because honestly, I mean, this law, only thing this law is going to do is going to allow people to work two different jobs because the people who need money that are not financially backed by the government, they're going to work as much as possible. Okay. You can't take away hardworking Americans because our nation was built on fucking hard work. People who are capitalists who are not involved in politics, who are not, you know, who are not going to follow these fucking rules. Because I, I know every business owner, every business owner in the first three, four, five years of their life, they worked way more than 40 hours. Okay. And they got paid way less than they should have. And I think this is just another law. This is another, this is another propaganda. This is another bullshit fucking thing that congressmen like, you know, like out in California, this freaking idiot who is never, who probably doesn't work 32 hours currently, you know, as a representative of, of, of California, that, that actually, this is, not, this is just a, this is just another ploy to get him elected again. That, that's my opinion. Oh yeah. I mean, it's <clears throat> a lot of it is, is like, how can, you know, I, I think they cater to the, 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 smaller smaller percentage of people right like is there really that big of a percentage of people that they're like hey we need a 32-hour work week i don't know like who who are the people i I don't know um and and you know it's it may the the thing too like people always compare it to like our certain policies that we have to like canada or sweden or you know all, all these countries right and and um that have all these things that that are, you know, so much better, but it's like, if they're so much better, why do people still continue to come here? Right. If, if they have these better healthcare or better, all this other stuff, like why do people still then continue to come here? Like wouldn't people flood to those other countries? Like, you know, but no, they're coming to this country. So there's obviously if those certain things are so great that they're doing in Europe or what, whoever's doing it, you said great Britain or whatever. Uh, if they're so great, then why are people still coming here? That's my thing. I, I don't know. Well, um, it, it is one of that. Yeah. I, so my opinion is this. 
if you're a country that I don't know who your leader is, you don't have an opinion, in my opinion. Okay? So, like, America's currently the top one, right? We're number one. Everyone, it's very clear. I've traveled the world. I've been to all kinds of places. They all know who our president is. I have no fucking clue who their president is. Because, honestly, we're the example. And I think this 32-hour work week is absolute bullshit. And it's not a good example. It's not a good example for the rest of the world. Do I think people should be overworked and enslaved? Absolutely not. But I think people should have the free will and the ability to, if they don't like where they work, they have an opportunity. They have the freedom to go, no, thank you. I'm going to go where this other place is. And I'm going to go work there because I want to work four days a week and spend the other three days a week with my family. I made that exact decision 10 years ago when I chose to work at the Amateur County Sheriff's Office. I said, I looked at everyone out in the world and I said, hey, if I want to get into law enforcement, I only want to work four days a week. That sounds pretty fucking good. So I didn't go and apply to an agency that worked you five days a week. I found an agency that their common practice was to work four 10-hour shifts. And that's what I did. That's what I executed. And I think we need to keep that freedom available to Americans and lead by example for the rest of the world. Because if you want to work, if you only want to work 32 hours, trust me, I personally, if you provide me 80 hours worth of, of, of value and you only want to work 32 hours, you can work fucking 20 hours. I don't give a shit. And that's what I think a lot of people are misunderstanding with this bill, that this is just a propaganda. This is another fucking thing to keep people, poor people poor. Okay. Because if you have, if you work less, make less, you're not gonna be able to spend more. You're not gonna be able to spend more time outside enjoying life specifically in America because everything costs a dollar. Everything costs money. I mean, the, the, the ability, the, I had my sister filled up my truck, okay, with fuel, all right? She goes, I got to 13 gallons and I stopped because I didn't know how big your tank was because it already cost me $75. In order to take that vehicle and take my family somewhere, it's going to cost me money. And I probably need to work more if I'm going to be a W-2 employee. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and I think you touched it on that, right? The, the whole point of it is to keep people poor essentially right like if you're working eight hours less a week well that's a, that's a good chunk uh off your paycheck every week it, it, and the, the, maybe there's probably something in there that they're still going to get paid for 40 hours and you only got to work 32 you know who knows but but yeah essentially you're working less you're going to make less and and, and I, I can even see it as a way for them to to you've got to be more dependent on the government we're going to supplement you we're going to give you some some sort of money that you you know so to make up for that extra eight hours you know and, and it's a lot of the stuff they do is just to get people uh, and people don't realize this is to get them dependent on the government, get them dependent on government assistance. That's, that's how you keep voting for them. And, you know, if you're dependent on them, you're doing this for, for uh, you know, they're giving this to you. You got to you got to vote for them. So it sometimes it's, it's it's they have deeper meanings of why they're trying to do these things. It's not not what we think it is. Well, let's let's move on to the next topic. We got we got a, a, a big hitter this week. It uh, on March on March 10th, Silicon Valley Bank. uh failed um they they essentially went under they went bankrupt this is this is a bank that was the 16th largest bank in the united states um it was one of the largest banks you know in the you know in the silicon valley where a lot of these tech startups a lot of businesses had held a lot of cash um and they failed 
And of course, earlier this week, the U.S. government uh, went ahead and went and bailed them out. They 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 ensured that any of the depositors um, above that, you know, federally insured amount of two hundred fifty thousand dollars was going to be covered. Um, And a lot of people, you know, there were schools, there was there was uh, you know small businesses, there was large businesses that essentially were going to fail. And now the federal government has come in and essentially given them aid. Um, to essentially resolve this issue, um, to me, it's pretty shocking. Uh, yeah, and and uh, uh, I was on my social media, and and Dave Ramsey, who's a big uh, money get financial money person, and uh, he was talking about you know which it makes sense. The biggest reason why is exactly what you're saying. There's this bank had a lot of money of big you know Silicon Valley. Uh, tech people that have, you know, that are investors or that are making, you know, millions of dollars. So the federal, what, what uh, every single bank is federally insured or, or just about to up to $250,000, right? Well, these people that are in there, most of them had millions of dollars in their account. So the, the, that's where the issue come, you know, came your average bank. Most people don't have millions of dollars sitting in their account. But because of where this bank was located and, and the people who it catered to, it didn't cater to the average person working 40 hours a week, making $70,000 a year. It was catering to the people who make millions of dollars a year uh, and they had their money in the bank, which is why when, when the run went on it, there's, is, is what essentially happened is because there's so much money that they had in this bank um, and, and why it collapsed. So um, it's to why, you know, he was trying to say most of your local banks are fine because, you know, most people don't have that kind of money. Uh, individually uh, in the bank. doesn't mean there's not a good lot, amount of money in that bank. It's just individually, you don't have, there's not that much money per person. Um, so, uh, you know, when you kind of hear it that way, it makes sense. And, uh, but it is still crazy, right? Because the government, how, how are they going to back all these people? We just sent billions of dollars to Ukraine and, that, and now they're going to bail out this bank and these other banks, if it comes, you know, uh, happens again. And we, we already kind of went through this with bailing out the banks back in 2008. So, um, it's just a, yeah, it's just a, a crazy thing of the time we live in right now. Dude, it just, it, it's, it's, I, I look at this and I can see it both ways. I feel bad for the people who, who trusted the banks, but now, but now we're, we're going to have a federally run bank. I don't, I don't want, we, I don't want the government involved in my money. I don't want them to have any control. I don't. I don't want the government to be. I don't want these businesses to be owed to the government. And I know there's a lot of companies, you know, especially the automotive groups uh, back in 2008 when the the economy crashed, they had to be bailed out, you know, just to survive. They went bankrupt. But it just scares the living crap out of me that the government is now going to have their hand in banks, and it's essentially federalizing the bank system, and that just that really makes me nervous. And I think the I think this story is going to play out here in the next couple of years and I don't think I think we're going to see a I think we're going to see a bigger fall here in the next couple of years based on this environment because banks are a business. And when you bail them out as big as these are as big as this bank is, if you bail them out, you're going to set a precedent, you're going to set a standard for future banks to essentially take more risk. And that's not what we need for banks. I want to be able to put my money in a bank and know it's going to be there. 
And it's one of those things. It's like it's like when the crypto run, you know, had a huge, you know, a huge run to it, and then it had this huge fall. And a lot of the arguments were like, you know, a decentralized system that isn't isn't affected by the federal government, who doesn't have control. And I think they might have a point now. Like I kind of see why Bitcoin is is you know maybe the way of the future. I I don't know. I don't know how to predict futures. I I, I don't really. I don't really understand the banking industry as, as, as well as I do as, you know, storage units or, you know, real estate. But this is this is a red flag for me that I go, God, I do not want to have a lot of money in banks. I don't want to have a lot of cash in banks. I need to I need to take the cash that I have and invest it in real tangible assets that pay me monthly cash flow. And if you want to take my course for nine ninety no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, you know, so I would highly like, especially the small time people, I would highly look at your finances and say, hey, if this happened to me, you know, where is my cash and, and how, to, how to essentially protect myself? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> exactly, right? Like what, because it, it, you know, what can you have, whether it's, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, real estate uh, or guns and ammo or <laughs> anything else that's, tangible that is actually worth something because yeah let's just say shit does hit the fan well what do you have that you could trade and barter with someone what is someone going to want you know that's what even i, I heard people oh invest in gold invest in, let's just say worst case scenario stuff does hit the fan well why am i going to want gold which is just a, essentially a rock how, how is that going to feed my family how is that going to keep me safe right i want i want something that's tangible i want uh you know rounds of ammo i want guns i want uh, you know, cases of water, you know, things that, that would actually legit have value that you could trade. Um, because, you know, if we, let's just say something happens, what are you going to do with gold? You know, how is there going to be any value of that? We, we don't have a money system. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, tangible assets, real estate too, right? People still, people are still going to know live, live somewhere. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it just makes you think. Dude, it, it just, it really, it really, I mean, these events are horrible and, but it really kind of, you know, really made me think like, damn, like I, I really, I need to start, I need to continue to buy as much real estate as possible and not worry about, um, you know, the overall appreciation of the asset, but just the overall cash flow and to continue to build that, that network that, you know, those asset classes where I can essentially have a return because, you know, if shit does hit the fan and there are, you know, the money system collapses, whatever it is, someone's going to need to pay me to rent that place. Okay. Someone's going to need a roof over their head because I could promise you the people here, you know, the people in the United States are used to those creature comforts. Now here in a country like, you know, Indonesia, where I'm currently at, those things are just not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Like they, they'd be happy to be under a tent. So I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it out. My ancestors live like this. Americans are, you know, it's, it's a little different. So um, the biggest takeaway for me is I, I need to continue to take, I, I need to take extra, you know, influx of cash and buy assets that produce more cash when in turn I can buy more assets. And uh, I think that's, you know, that's a lesson at least for me. And, and maybe, you know, if, if, if someone you know wants to follow suit and kind of follow my path, and you want to talk to me, you can you know you can reach out either you know the links through this podcast, you can set up a meeting, um, or you can email us, or hell, you can find me on social media and send me a DM. 
man that that's uh that's awesome if you guys are looking for uh, jc's help uh he can provide you a lot of value uh so uh give him a follow reach out to him send him a dm <laughs> slide in the dms slide in those dms <laughs> i dude it, it was funny i i uh, i recorded an instagram reel i'm like hey like I, i've got this knowledge if you want some of it um shoot me a message on instagram and i will we'll we'll book a call we'll have a conversation do i got i got like i got a bunch of people who are like yeah i would love a call and i'm like all right dude like when are you available crickets fucking crickets and it dude just it was it reminded me of the conversation in a previous episode of the fucking tugboat and the lighthouse and i'm like holy shit dude like this is this is a great example of it um i'm serious when i say like if you if you want to have a conversation with me, I'm I'm very open right now. My my calendar is I I do have some t- time to essentially have conversations with people if they want to discuss you know some of those asset classes that you know that I'm involved in right now. Um, it's uh, but you got to take some fucking action. That's that's the biggest thing I've learned. Uh, that is the bottom line. Take some action and take some action by subscribing, sharing, leaving a review liking an episode uh on our podcast we appreciate it we're trying to grow it uh and this is just our journey and it's one thing we're gonna start trying uh the other thing we are going to try eventually is having a guest on our podcast just to switch it up you know a guest that's taken a lot of action and has built something uh you know on their own so uh, stay tuned for that as well in a future episode absolutely and if you enjoy this style of episode uh please let us know it, it's it's the feedback from the audience uh, which helps drive the show and, and helps, you know, it, we're willing to, we're willing to adapt and, and kind of provide you with some content that, you know, you want to listen to. So if this is something that intrigues you, something that you want to hear our opinions on, uh, just, you know, just let us know. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work, put in the hours and take what's ours.